Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shopgwdistrict.com. That's shopgwdistrict.com. The GW District, a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. That's right. That's right. But just like that, I'm going to send you another invite for you just to punch back in. You just pick it up where we left off. Okay, that's all. that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not really sure what happened there. Yeah, I, it it happens. It part of podcasting is is sometimes it don't go perfectly. Like in the porn scene, sometimes it may not go exactly as you want it, but you soldier through and get it done. And absolutely, you'd be absolutely. And well, you'd be I'm surprised. Back, so that's all that matters. Yeah, that's all that matters. So, but like I said, I'm just sitting here stuck on watching this with Jessica. <laughs> like I said, it touched the dom, the dom side of me, and I take it that you are submissive naturally, correct? I am. I very much am. Um, oh I've never actually, you know, had a actual dom or like been owned or anything, but mm-hmm. I've definitely dabbled in the world a lot. Well, yeah, I, I see. I, I, yeah, I see you dabble very well. Well, so let me do these particulars and we can get this interview on the road. Okay, sexy. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile, start podcasting today. I'm your host, Kavanaugh, the server champ, a.k.a. the porn rap star. Find my porn links, my music links, as well as follow me on social media. All with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. I have three wonderful sponsors to tell you about. The first one being the Facebook of the LS community, which I'm happy to be a part of. LSworld.com. Go to today and get yourself a profile. Also, another one of our sponsors, Eroticism Magazine. Go to eroticismmagazine.com today. Get yourself a monthly subscription. Get it paperback or get it digital and see some of the sexiest ladies from around the world doing some freaky shit within their pages. And last but not least, and my most favorite, Black-owned, I may add, excitebunny.com for you people that's looking for a new place to go get your porn. Perfect spot. Go ahead. Get a profile. Download, subscribe, unlock content from some of the hottest ladies on net today. And for you content creators, I got something special for you. 90% profit. Name one site that will give you that. 90% profit. Plus, on top of that, you need health care. They got a health care for you. You can get health care. That means you can get health care insurance. And even with legal profit, point you in the right direction for that. So go to excitebunny.com. Com. Also, we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Multiple podcasts give you the black experience. Plus, while you're there on that site, experience some great shopping as you get the opportunity to buy from over 500 black-owned retailers and shop. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, build a black economy, so create generational wealth. And also, check me out on Skyhawk. AfterDarkTV.com. You can go to my personal page and listen to the podcast there, or 
listen through the medium of their radio station. So go to skyhawkafterdarktv.com and catch that smoke. Now I'm about to shut up and let this sexy anal queen milf introduce herself. <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> I'm Buttplug Betty. I um, uh, you said it yourself. I'm I'm an anal queen. <laughs> Most um, definitely. I got a bottomless throat too. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that from some of your videos. Is is she loves in her ass and she loves in her mouth. <laughs> but back Most and forth is all good with me. <laughs> Most definitely. So before we get to the porn side of things. When did you start indulging in anal sex? Um, I think my first time was like when I was like 17, you know, my high school boyfriend. We tried it. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, I was all right. I didn't, you know, I don't know if I necessarily loved it like I do now, but <laughs> <laughs> it escalated I... from there for sure. Okay. <laughs> so what is it about anal sex that you love? Well, I also like pain, so I think that might have a little bit to do with it. Not that it really hurts me, um, but I just, I I mean, it just feels good, you know? And <laughs> as weird as it is to say, and it's always stuck in my head, and I love to, t- to say this, mm-hmm. but growing up, my dad was always like, if you do it in the butt, you can't get pregnant. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is so goddamn true. <laughs> yeah. You know, and <laughs> here I am. I do have two kids, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't do it in the butt that time. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's obvious, guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So, shoot. So, with that being said, um, how and what brought you to doing adult film? Well, I guess, um, I mean, I've always been a freak, you know, and I've done the whole like film in with some, you know, like at home with boyfriends and stuff just for our own personal shit. But um, it kind of spiraled whenever COVID hit. Um, I've always been a bartender. So, you know, when COVID hit, bars are closed and I'm just home. And I guess, you know, with the Internet and everything, I started um, streaming on Twitch playing Call of Duty. And Mm. uh, from there... You know, my fans, they wanted to see more. They And I, you know, I can't do much on, on Twitch, although I hear some girls do. Mm-hmm. Um, I From there, it just spiraled. You know, they wanted to see more. They wanted to buy nudes. They wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. So I started doing, like, camming and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, I got my first scene off of a site called Sexy Jobs. Okay. And... It was just, you know, a simple little, like, blowjob, solo, se- solo scene that turned blowjob. And it was here mm-hmm. local in, in Texas. And it was great. I just wanted to see what it was like behind someone else's camera, you know, aside from me doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. And it turned out really great. Mm-hmm. And from there, I just, you know, I just started searching and trying to find more. And then on, um, I opened a Twitter. Mm-hmm. And from there, I, uh, someone reached out to me and asked me if I had any interest with filming with facial abuse. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I looked him up. And I kind of started spiraling into this whole different world that I didn't know, I mean, how extreme things could get, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I filmed with them, and it just, it's been taken off since then. Yes, I see, because I see you have worked with the legendary Richard Mann. I did. So. Um, I had, I met him through some mutuals, and, and I ended up at a, a Halloween get-together with him, and um, 
mystery mysterious yeah and um you know a co- and all their whole crew you know and i just i did some content with them and it was great it was great meeting them i met some great people doing that mm-hmm. and that was another thing that's just, that's kind of helped me you know get to know more people and just get get off the ground with this it's mm-hmm. been a long but great year i see and you this is your first year of doing this correct yeah, um, I, I just I'm just now hitting a year right now. Oh my god, you and you having one hell of a rookie year, I can see. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been it's been real great. <laughs> yeah, because because you really jumped off. Cause like I'm sitting here watching you with uh, Tile Fantasy, and I love it. And I'm gonna tell you, I love scenes where girls wear leggings or yoga pants, and the guy rips the yoga pants and fuck her through it. And this scene here was fire, yo. Oh. So that one was so fun. I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. And that guy was great to work with. He's he's real new. And mm-hmm. but his ideas and his camera work and editing, everything is just so amazing. Uh, but yeah, with, the, with the leggings, okay, so, I mean, I've always watched porn, right? And mm-hmm. I just love those scenes, like where the man just rips the leggings. Like, I yeah. love it, right? Well, a week before I went to California to meet him and film, I put on my favorite pair of leggings, right? And there's a little mm-hmm. bit, a little tiny hole in the butt. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's when my head started spiraling. I'm like, you know what? I think it's time to retire these pants in the best way possible. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, you retired them in a great way, I must say. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Most definitely. Most definitely. So, shoot. So, um, of course, when you did like your first couple of scenes, what have you, what's some of the things that the talent and the director producer did to make you feel comfortable before you shoot, you know what I'm saying? Or what have you and everything. I mean, you know, every, every set is different, of course, but, um, mm-hmm. and they're all over the place. You know, I, I, I was on set, uh, for black payback and we, I mean, I mm-hmm. had a lady that was by my side. 24 7 except for when i was you know in scene of course mm-hmm. you can't be on their camera but i mean anything i need water i need baby wipes i need a makeup touch-up i need anything you know i'm talking mm-hmm. anything she's got me mm-hmm. and i thought that was really great that was a nice experience you know to know because you know especially when you're doing like the hardcore stuff yeah, they they gotta you know they gotta worry about us and everything and and you know and I'm I'm a no limit bitch so like really if she wasn't there I would have been fine, but yeah. it was nice it was nice <laughs> <laughs> you know but, but there's others you know I've um I've had you know producers uh, I filmed with this one in Philly um the mm. uh, West Philly Dungeon and yeah. you know he's you know we you know we've chatted back and forth up until the shoot and then the day of you know do you need anything on set like preference water Gatorade anything you know just being very accommodating you know for my needs and then checked up on me on the next day and everything like there's some really great great people in this industry you know and I've, I've heard some bad stories and I have yet to experience anything bad which is great Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because uh, sometimes bad experience can make people leave the game, and Absolutely. even and also hurt their progression in the game because they have their PSD and they put that they make other people pay for the last person's sins. 
you know exactly. so i'm glad you have yet to have a bad experience i hope that you never do um now with you being hardcore to be honest and and basically your brand is basically in, in my opinion is a, along the line of bdsm you know what i'm saying we're actually bdsm more so um Boundaries is very important to discuss. Uh, speak to the importance of you telling your boundaries to your co-star and vice versa. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, we do we do that before we even before we even meet. It's a question. Mm -hmm. It's it's a conversation, and then mm -hmm. when we're there, it's a verbal conversation, and then before we even shoot, it's like a on camera consent conversation and everything is very legit and laid out on the table um although with me it's kind of like uh everything is a yes <laughs> so <laughs> it's like you know but, but you, you gotta go through the steps obviously i mean my main thing is like just don't shit on me and it's like okay well you don't have to say that because we're not gonna do that but <laughs> you know <laughs> but you are into water sports per se i am i am Ooh. especially if you're hydrated i'll drink that shit <laughs> Oh my God! See, talking to her makes me hate I retired because you the type of female I always I wanted to work with. You know, I, I had one that was similar to that, to where she could do anything. You know, period. But with you, it's like you can do it all. So it's like the gamut of scenes that I could have done with you, from role play to BDSM. My God, would have been a treasure trove. <laughs> you know, period. It sounds like it would be some good work. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. So, um, I take it, are you into bondage? I am. Um, I don't have a ton of experience with it, but mm. I am into it. Um, like I said, I did that dungeon recently, and I was, you know, like I was chained into um, it was like a sex swing, and then I was chained in, and um, I've been in some restraints before. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been tied once, you know, I don't have, I don't have too much experience with it, but I, I love it. I am interested in it. Mm, most definitely. Most definitely. So with your brand, um, cause I would talk to ladies about their brand or what have you. Um, how much do you carry your brand to BDSM? Because we already know anal is one of the main focal points because your, your name is butt plug Betty. Yeah. So how much is, how much bdsm is involved in your brand i mean i would say for the most part it's 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 one of the main things of my brand i mean i i label myself as as a very submissive you know um i mean i you know i call myself a slut a whore all the things you know i'm into all mm -hmm. the all the aspects of bdsm um i i don't do the switch thing i mean i think i've been a little bit dominant with another woman before mm -hmm. but never a man um but yeah i mean but i but i do it all you know I, i've done some i've done some solo scenes you know mm -hmm. where it's, it's sensual um i worked for this this website here um here where i'm from in houston and mm -hmm. it's this couple and they're beautiful and and they just they film women giving themselves orgasms and and i was on their mm -hmm. site and it was beautiful and it was like a whole different side of me you know mm -hmm. not the i'm on my knees saying yes sir and doing whatever you want you know so mm. it, it's nice just like it's I kind of shock myself to seeing that I can like literally do it all you know mm -hmm. aside from the, aside from the being dominant you know 
Like, yeah. don't you're not gonna catch me wearing a strap on. I have no desire to pretend. Like I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, if I'm gonna like fuck a bitch with a dildo, I'm not gonna be wearing it around my crotch. I'm gonna be holding that bitch. <laughs> oh, I, I feel that. I feel that. Cause I think you probably want if a strap on was involved, you'd be taking it. Absolutely. More so than giving it. Yeah. Most definitely. So after you've done the gambit of scenes, uh, have you done a gangbang yet? Actually, uh, my first gangbang is planned. It okay. is it is a little less than two weeks away. Ooh, okay. And yeah, I'm I'm extremely excited. We have to bring um, you back so we can talk about that, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> I'm really excited. Uh, I'm gonna. It's gonna be uh, in the New York area. Okay. And um, I think right now we have about nine guys signed up. <laughs> um, the goal was ten, but if it goes over, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to. Mm. I want to. You know, I want to go out with a bang for my first one. I want to. I want to do yeah. it right. You know, I'm not trying to, uh, because the most I've ever. You know, uh, the most men I've ever had at once is two. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from like before I was doing porn, I, you know, I had a, it was, uh, it was four, four friends, you know, and I was with them, but it wasn't at once. It was kind of more of a, more of a train, you know, uh, train, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, a lot of yeah. Get, like, mix up with a game bay. It's, it's not the same game bay. The dicks are all around train. Yeah. They take one at a time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this one, I, I had two, I had two of them once and they were twins. It was mm-hmm. the hottest thing in the world mm-hmm. I, I can't even describe to you how hot this shit was i couldn't even recognize the motherfuckers aside from their dicks they were yeah. identical twins but yeah. one oh, had a little bit bigger <laughs> you know that's some people bucket list right <laughs> <laughs> i know and they had they had the most be- like they were light skin um yeah. they had the most beautiful eyes and like they were just both staring like into my eyes like it was just it was the hottest shit ever (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) it made me wonder and i didn't ask him either i'm like like have you guys done this before is this something that y'all do because that is definitely a bucket list thing oh my goodness i'm saying (laughs) watching you squirting off the balcony god damn (laughs) it went far That was <laughs> I was uh that night I was hanging out with a, a retired porn star, uh Samia Duarte is her name. Yeah. And uh I was still like five days a week bartending and her and her husband came into my bar and the next thing you know, you know, I'm hanging out with them after work and I had no idea mm-hmm. she was a porn star. And mm-hmm. somehow we got up on the conversation, you know, it was when I was just barely doing shit like I was just posting a little bit on Pornhub and doing some Snapchat stuff. And then she showed me her Pornhub. This bitch got down. I mean, she did multiple orgies and gangbangs. And I mean, she was she was known in her time. And it was really cool. And then next thing you know, we decided I'm going to squirt off the balcony and try to squirt on this dude's head. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you squirted. Oh, that thing came from it went went it shit it missed him and hit the hit the, damn near hit the pool. <laughs> yeah, when I when I first when I really first started, I, my main thing was just training my body with my squirting, mm-hmm. and um, I I was trying to get the distance. I mastered you know squirting onto my own face, into my eyes and my mouth, um, and then I've also like taught my body to basically do it 
on command, like under 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's fun mm-hmm. stuff. Hey, I see you didn't work with Rico Blaze. Shouts out to my man. Oh, he's great. I love that man. Yeah. See, you see, I see you have a very extensive body count within the industry. And it's some names. <laughs> yeah. It's some strong <laughs> names in that. So shoot. So with that being said, what do a guy have to bring to the table to be the to get the opportunity to do content trade with you? Well, okay, so with content trade, it for me is, you know, you got to have a, a great idea or some similar interest, you know, mm-hmm. or, I mean, you know, obviously, if you're, if you're known, it, it, that might help me, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to film with anybody and everybody, you know, yeah. um, it's, you know, especially because nowadays there's so many people out here calling themselves content creators, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, obviously a, a clean test is, is a, a given, but I mean, I yeah. shouldn't even have to say that, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's like a uh, similar interest. Like um, I filmed with uh, AJ Fresh and, you know, I, I picked that, I picked that content trade because his idea was fantastic. He wanted to do this, you know, we did a Halloween shoot and I mean, we we're putting candy corn on my ass and I was pushing them out and he was eating them and all kinds of shit. And it was fun. Oh, damn. That, and it yeah, was that fun was and he was great to work with, you know, and he had his camera guy come and it was it was just a really good experience, you know. Um with Rico, it was like I met him in the orgy that I was in at the house with um mysterious and all that. And you know, we had I just felt like we had some unfinished unfinished business. <laughs> yeah! She said, "I didn't get enough of that dick. I need to get." I need to get <laughs> and uh, and he believe I believe he felt the same way. So you know, I was mm-hmm. in I was in his area, and we made it happen. Almost definitely. And also, I see you're not afraid to vomit on the dick, um, which I'm starting to notice that that's becoming very, very popular now because a lot of guys are requesting that. How many? How much requests you get for a scene where you give a head to your vomit? That's pretty much like my main sellers right now. Hmm. Um, that's, and honestly, you know, for me, I, I mean, I've done that accidentally, like my whole damn life. Cause I always try mm-hmm. to push myself. I'm trying to take the whole dick, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so when it happens accidentally, I keep going. Most guys, they don't really care, but I've, I've freaked some dudes out before, you know? Oh, I never, I would never get freaked out of a girl did that. I'd be like, no, just keep going. God damn, they just make it wetter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's warm and everything, and especially if 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 the girl doesn't get freaked out, and it, if it's a plus, if she cleans it up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that's my thing, you know. And it's mm. called recycling, right? <laughs> but yeah. um, after I after I did facial abuse, I realized like, okay, people actually like this. Mm-hmm. I I'm okay with doing this. I'm going to do this because I was already doing it, but it was more of like a accidental thing. Right. Yeah. And you look, and you look up at the guy thinking like, is he going to freak out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's something that um, I actually kind of enjoy. I know that there's some, you know, there's some girls that do it for the money, but I actually, I actually enjoy it. And now I kind of, I'm like mastering the whole, what am I going to eat that day or things like mm-hmm. that, that really, make a difference right oh yeah it's yeah because stuff. it's the yeah, ultimate because, way of cock worshiping in my opinion yeah because because that 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 should make a man feel good that damn she gagged on it so hard she vomited damn i got a big dick <laughs> that's an exactly ego, that's an ego if, if that feeling and then 
when you get into the cleaning of it and everything, I mean, you literally have to worship that dick to get it spotless again after making a mess. You know? Yeah, I'm the kind of dude, I like when when, when I come, she spits back on my dick and just keep going and clean Ooh, it up. Oh, yeah. that shit. That, that's some beautiful shit right there, you know. <laughs> Can I tell you about the freaky, the nastier, and the sloppy, the sex, the better it's going to sell on camera. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I'm I'm definitely into that too. I'm um I like that feeling of accomplishment when I can get a get that back to back. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. you know, I would say my count is more on the up on that, which I mm. love. It it feels nice, you know, when you can like make them come two times in a row. Yeah, which to me, I don't know why they don't do that more in the scene because I think that would be hotter than just one cum shot because it really shows how good the girl is and it also shows the dude because Absolutely. a lot of times one dude is one that and out, they done for a minute. Lucky for me, I never had that problem. I do, but, I do that a lot in my, you know, in my own work or my my tra- mm-hmm. my content trades and stuff. I have several videos where I do that. And it's like, it'll be in the title, too. Like, I took two loads from this man. Like, you know? Yeah. yeah. I did one where I gave her a facial, then gave her a cream pie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the best way. Uh, shoot. And, and, and you squirt, too? Oh, my God. I would have loved working with you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, um, so, when you do your scenes, or whatever, do you do any anal prep prior to, you shoot, to your shoots? So I do now. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of learned the hard way on that. <laughs> and and um, how did you learn the hard way? So, 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 know, so the fans I, I, I made a mess. <laughs> oh, nothing, oh, nothing too crazy. I've been there. I've been there. I, I've been. I had my dick shit on before, but go ahead. <laughs> you know, and so you know, like that happens. You know, in like a like mm-hmm. an everyday life situation, not on camera, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That shit doesn't that shit doesn't bother me. It doesn't phase me. And you know, call me a nasty or whatever, but I'll fucking clean that shit up. I don't give a fuck. And oh, yeah. <laughs> but hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, if you did it, goddamn clean it. What's wrong with that? <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, but <clears throat> people say that this and that, it's you know, not good for you, whatever the fuck. Anyways, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess on behind certain people's cameras, they don't like that shit. So yeah, you have to you have to do the prep, and um, I actually I learned my prep routine from Rebel Rider. Uh, Once again, that name pops up every time. The cool, the, the the ultimate number one queen of anal. <laughs> she is, and I learned I learned from her how to clean my asshole. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know, so I, I I do I do the prep, and you know things have been. Things have been better now, so it's good. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Because I, I tell females, for what I was taught, you do an animal and also be mindful of what you eat prior to the shoot. You know, yeah. period. Um, but if you if you clean out properly, you don't even really have to worry about what you eat. I mean, obviously, yeah. you don't want to go and like eat something like some chili cheese fries or something. Oh, but no. I, don't, I don't eat that shit anyways. Like I. So I'm not. I don't really worry about, you know, eating stuff that's gonna like do that or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the biggest mistake that a lot of girls do is like, oh, I have an anal shoot, I can't eat. Mm-hmm. Like you have to eat. Yeah. There's ways to prep and there's ways to be ready and that you don't have to worry about not eating. 
mm-hmm. you know. Oh my god. Like these girls will star themselves for like, you know, a long ass fucking time. <laughs> Just to get ready for a shoot. They, they won't eat for Monday and the shoot is Friday. Yo, you out your mind? Yeah, something like that. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, I have a um I also I've learned a little bit of, of prep too from a friend here at home. Mm-hmm. And he is gay as hell. He's oh I love him. He's one of my really good friends. And you know, I learned a lot from him too. You know, mm. obviously that's his life. So, mm. you know, he's he's yeah. taught me a lot too. Now, and that has nothing you... to do with being on camera, but he just likes to respectfully be clean for his partner. Mm. So, well, it makes sense because it, it, it the main person you would talk to about anal sex would be a homosexual. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Or a trans because they get in the ass. So they would know more about how to take it in the ass and how to clean your ass and make sure that it's straight the way you won't shit on the ride. So that makes sense. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Now, how are you able to pull off this this, this airport bathroom? <laughs> no, that tell, one... When I saw you say airport bathroom, I said, okay, I got to ask about this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So I did, uh, that scene was with Zaddy2K. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Okay. Um, he's you know kind of he's I mean he's pretty known upcoming guy whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, he lives in Dallas. I live in Houston, and and we've been chatting back and forth trying to set up something right, mm-hmm. and it just never really lines up. Like it's five hours away. It's not that big of a deal, but we're both just busy as hell, right? Well, yeah. I fucking <laughs> I checked my I was where was I coming from? I was coming back from Phoenix, I think, and. Mm-hmm. I had um I had a layover and it was in Dallas and it was an hour and 45 minutes. And I just jokingly texted this man and said, Hey, I have a layover in Dallas. You want to meet me in the baggage claim area? We'll go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And he said that. <laughs> so yeah. we set it, we set it up and I fucking we landed. I hauled ass. I went straight to the to the baggage claim area. We found the family bathroom. We went in there. And we did our thing, and I missed my flight. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure y'all you did uh, because what? Because y'all fucked and did BJ, right? No, we didn't fuck. We just did a BJ, and then you mm. know, then he, he peed all over me, and I drank it and all that. And oh my god, quick. it was quick, and I literally missed my flight by five minutes. <laughs> so how'd you get? Did he take you home, or you had to catch another flight? No, so because I had already gone through security, and he was already gone. Yeah. So I just, you know, I just booked the next flight, which was like an hour and a half later. So I just, you know, went to the bar in the airport and just chilled, you know. Yeah. Oh my. It goodness. really wasn't. It really wasn't that big of a deal, but it was like still like damn. I missed my flight by five minutes. <laughs> yeah, but shit, what a hell of what a way, what a hell of a way to miss it though. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so did y'all get to work together after that? Um, we have pl- we have plans to work together soon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, but we're both just like on the move, and then when we talk to each other, it's like, oh, like uh, I'm in New York, or he's in fucking, you know, wherever he's in Miami or whatever the fuck, and we're both just all over the place, so. Um, but we're supposed to get together in the middle of March okay. and film some more stuff. You know, maybe like actually, you know, film somewhere like with a bed and everything, and have like a, <laughs> an actual scene and everything. <laughs> yeah, because you run the gambit. You you at the house. You in the bathroom. You in the car. 
you know, you out in the cow pasture. I'm like, hey, yo, but the more props to you, baby girl, because you're giving your fans variety. And that's a lot of and that's a lot of what the girls are not giving nowadays is is different type scenes, different variety in the whole nine. Because even though, yeah, y'all might be straight fucking, you're not giving me the same fuck different dude, different outfit. You're giving me different, you know what I'm saying, different looks, which is very important. Absolutely. I had a um I had a fan tell me the other day, he's like, You're like the bathroom porn star. <laughs> <laughs> I swear hey. I got like I swear I got like maybe four scenes in some in a bathroom. Like I don't even know. But it happens. Yeah. And two of them were like really staged up, like with the light mm-hmm. and everything. And that was the scene, but mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Oh yeah, cause, cause cause I'm sorry. It's shit. I wish I could. I, I never got. It's a lot of things I didn't get a chance to do, and that was one of them. I didn't get a chance to pee on the girl. I didn't get a chance to do a bathroom scene. You know, but I didn't get a chance to do one by the pool. So they, I live yeah. vicarious through y'all now. So because I'm I, retired, I, I don't have I don't have one by the pool. That's on my list. Oh, I know it's coming. I know it's coming for you. Yep. Man. So now, people, you know what time it is. It's that time of the show where the pussies go dry and the dicks go limp. Let's talk about the business, shall we? So you are a content creator because how soon after you started filming did you start filming your own and putting out your own content? Well, I guess um, I started doing that right away, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I started my OnlyFans back in March, so it's about to be a year that I have my OnlyFans. Um, but I started off real slow, like a lot of solo stuff. And then, you know, once I realized like, okay, like I got to pay to get tested and all this stuff, like I can only film with other content creators and things like that. I had mm-hmm. to really step back and rethink things and like where I live, I don't know anybody mm-hmm. that does, that does what I do. So mm-hmm. I really have to travel. Um, yeah, but yeah I've, I've been, I've been making my own videos since day one. I mean, I, I, I did post a lot of stuff on Pornhub, you know, just for free. Mm-hmm. And then I did a lot of just, you know, just a lot of like solo squirting clips and sold those and things like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, most definitely. I can be there so well. So with that being said, because you've been in the business for a year and you can discuss this, the ups and downs of this business. I want you to speak the ups and downs of the money. One month is good. One month is not. You know what I'm saying? And speak to some of the things that you do to help boost sales. Okay. Um, well, I mean, promoting, obviously, I do to boost my sales, you know, promoting on Twitter, Reddit, Snapchat, all the things, Um, you know, and I I don't like to be I don't like to be greedy. And I don't know if that's like maybe a little bit of a downside of mine, because (laughs) I I get um, it's really tough for me to do the transactional stuff. And that's mm-hmm. why, like, you know, OnlyFans kind of makes it easy. It's like, you know, you click it and you buy it. I don't have to really talk to you about selling it and, and things like that. I just got to produce mm-hmm. it, right? But mm-hmm. you do have to promote yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think some of, the, some of the downfalls, you know, is like sometimes some of these fans and stuff, they can really get into your mental a little bit. Like, yeah. They, they really, you know, they'll start pulling your chain, they twist your arm, they waste your time, and, you know, and then it ends up kind of, like, taking a toll on your mental. I would say that's probably one of the biggest downfalls, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, that I have to kind of, like, I'll literally, you know, I'll just put my phone away and I'll do, like, some kind of, 
I don't really meditate, but, you know, just kind of get out of that situation and breathe and just think about, man, okay, like, I I am good at this. I like doing this. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to let this one person ruin everything, right? <laughs> yeah, because a lot of times uh, fans can be brutal. They can, they can be you know, at- oh, what, what would your children what think? What do your family yeah. think? they're you know they're constantly going right Mm -hmm. but you know my family knows what i do and they're okay with it everything is fine Mm -hmm. my kids they live a damn good life you know what they're fed they're clothed i take them to do things like we have a great time they're taken care of you know Mm -hmm. so i really have to you know step back and think like they don't know shit so Mm -hmm. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to take this shit and really listen to what they're saying and and let it fuck up my mental, you know. But sometimes, you know, they'll they'll get you for a second. They'll get you. They'll, they'll get you. Oh yeah. yeah. Because, um, even with because this business can be stressful, not just with the fans, but also just the business itself of trying to make the money, getting shoots, um, testing, because it, it, it's just the money aspect because i know like one guy i know finney i swear that dude just stay you know filming and rolling around and i know he blows at least two thousand dollars on testing alone oh you know and then also hoping that the next person that you shoot with now that they tested that and once you speak to that too trusting that this guy is responsible in his personal sex life because sometimes the test is not about if the test is dirty the test is hinged upon the last person you fucked let's keep it real yeah you know so how much since you started doing porn did you have to change your personal sex life oh i mean i changed a lot i changed a lot i have to you know i had to slow myself down mm-hmm. i really did um you know i i like to fuck you know, it, it is what it is. But yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah, boy, I had to, I had sweet, to really, I so had much. to really step back and think about it because these people are out here just dirty as hell, running around like, and yeah. and I realized like, I can't just, I can't be doing this shit. Like, I'm spending money to make money, and how am I gonna go and just, you know, go out to the bar and and, and hook up with somebody just to maybe compromise my money? Yeah, because you it know? takes that one mistake. That one mishap and, and you're done. Because yeah. even if you get a uh, a dirty test and it's something that you can get rid of, the industry will shun you for it. Which I hate. I hate that. Me personally, I hate that. Because shit happens. You can't because you can't control what happens outside the set. You know? Yeah. And I don't think that it, it, unless you count herpes or AIDS, you should be allowed back in the industry. You should people should not be scared to shoot with you. But for some bad reason, it's not that they're worried about catching something from you. No, they're worried about what the next person's going to think because you shot with them. You feel what I'm saying? Which is kind of oh, messed absolutely. up. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I totally get it. And, you know, it's like you don't you don't know if they're getting it from somebody else they're working with and it just makes you question everything. Yeah. It does. It really does. And stuff. So, are you planning to go to any conventions or have you been to any conventions? I haven't and I want to so bad. Um, the last couple they kind of interfered with like some already travel plans that I had, you mm-hmm. know, it was like one of them was like, I was just getting back from like a tour in New York. And I was like, I can't just be going right back out of town. 
You know, mm-hmm. like I said, I do have my kids. I can't just be gone 24 seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I do want to go to a convention in the near future by the end of the year, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go to one. Um, I actually, um, kind of think about maybe, maybe moving. So mm-hmm. I could be maybe closer to something. Um, so are you in Vegas or New York or, uh, I'm thinking either Florida or Phoenix. Mm. I think those are two good areas to be. I mean, Florida, I'm going to be, I'm going to be around a lot, but it is away from a lot too. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Phoenix is right there next to everything and there's a lot going on there too. Yeah. I've been hearing a lot of girls that had moved out West to like Vegas, Phoenix or something like that. It really had helped their career because one, it pushed them in earshot of male talent that they can work with. You know, that is tested, that is legitimate, you know, period, and everything. Um, I, even one of my smoke buddies and fellow co-hosts for one of the, the podcasts that I do, Marie Daly, she moved from Indiana, and it boosted her career greatly, you know. So I don't knock nobody for making that move. Shoot, I would have made that move if I came into this day and age versus back when I came into business in 2006, you know, yeah. different time. Then. <laughs> I mean, I, I personally would love to move to New York. Like that's where I would want to go, but I don't. Damn expensive. It is. It is, and 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 my and I can't justify like bring my kids there. Yeah, I can't. Um, but that's where I would want to be. I like that way of living. That you know, you don't even need a car. You, you know what I yeah. mean? Like things like yeah. that. And um, but you know. It is what it is. I think uh, that's why I'm thinking Phoenix or Florida, because that's where I can do the family thing still as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't oh, yeah. think Vegas is, is where that's at. And like L.A. is just as expensive, too. So, yeah. you know, but see, the thing is, because like I said, with you, because of what you do with the BDSM, it gives you it gives you a better chance of making more money. Because you're hitting a niche audience that are willing to pay for that point way more than just the average. Absolutely. You know, and being that you are submissive with some of your scenes, it's very authentic versus because people don't realize when they come to BDSM, they're very particular. The fan base is very particular. And if it don't look right, they're not gonna buy it. Oh, yeah. And what you I can, can see you can look tell at your page. Yeah, I can see from your page that one with you in desert is selling. So go ahead and speak to that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, that was that was, like that's you know probably one of my favorite scenes that I've ever done. It really is, and um, I actually have uh, two more scenes with that company that will be coming out soon, and I plan to go film with them again too. Um, I mean, the the owner of that company, he's amazing. Actually, the man in the video, um, he's so great, and I love working with him. And just their ideas, like, like we bounce off of each other, you know? And then, he, you know, he told me straight up, he was like, you're the first girl that I filmed with that I actually feel like I can actually do what I want to do and actually, like, yeah. you know, put it out there. And, you know, because it's hard also when you're, you know, he's not always the male talent in his in his scenes. You know, he mm-hmm. picks and chooses and things like that. But um, I think, you know, what I've learned from him is, like, it's really hard when you're producing your own shit and you're the and you're the guy behind the camera or, mm-hmm. you know, in front of the camera, too, you know, and especially when things aren't going right, you have to stop and you have to, you know, you get in producer mode way too much. And he said yeah. with me, the flow was just, you know, it was great. 
And so yeah, that's a good feeling, you know. Yeah, because even with me, I have direct. Even I have a direct. Even when I'm in front of the camera, and have and how I have to do it is by the way that I talk to the girl, you know, because it sounds like I'm talking shit, but I'm actually directing them. Like for example, I tell her eat that dick. I'm basically telling her the deep throat. Yeah, you know I mean, saying? if you if you spit on me when you tell me that, and then I'll do it, you know. <laughs> I swear she's speaking to the dom side of me so hard right now. I swear. <laughs> God, I miss having a submissive, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because especially when you're a dom and you get a female talent that is into that and will let you do what fucking ever. Oh my God, that makes the craziest, the, the best scenes to me. Absolutely. Because it, it's, it's no restraints, you know, period. I've been done the bondage, um, the spankings. The I actually did a rape play scene. That was fun. I did one kind of similar to that with a... Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's a uh, throat poker productions and he's in Tennessee and we did um, I, like I, we played where I was, I was passed out in his hotel room. Like I was in the wrong room. Mm-hmm. And so I was passed out in his bed and you know, he, he came and he's like, excuse me. And I'm passed out. Right. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, and now, but then we did, we did a whole scene like that and it was, it was great. I loved it. It was so much yeah, fun. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Ours was, mine was a little different. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, basically, like, she walked in. It, it was it was a part of my series called Off the Wagon, where I'm, I was either the sex addict or I was the guy who posed had been helping the sex addict. So she walks in catching me jerk my dick, and I said, no, you're going to fuck me. She's like, no. So she tried to come out of the room. I grab, I throw her on the bed. We tussle, we wrestle. We fall over. It was real. It was legit real. And that was one of my bestsellers. And I had a fan that sit there and said, you're the only one that actually did a rape play scene correctly, sir. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I said Cause they were like, cause he said they be pussyfooting around with. It. He said, "I can tell y'all really was struggling." Oh, and I told you, him know, that. you know who I really like watching his rape play scenes is uh, Bruno Dickens. Yeah, I've seen a couple. Man, I would fucking kill to film with that man. <laughs> see, that, see, see, that's why I said that the porn is becoming so fucking sensitized, yo. It's becoming boring. He pulled this girl off the street and pulled her behind this dumpster and just started making her suck his dick. And it was the hottest shit in the world. Yeah. And and it's kind of like you're taking away what made porn great because it's still two consenting adults agreeing to what type of scene this is. It's simulated. It's not real. Yeah. You know, period. You know, yeah, but, my my uh my hotel room scene got taken down off of OnlyFans, even though it was tagged, legitimate paperwork, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, that's why porn stars are going to go to, and if they haven't started, standalone sites because they don't fuck with the standalone sites, and you can put what the fuck you want to, you know, period, yeah. because they don't allow you to do scat, they don't allow you to do pee, you damn near can't even say uh you can't even do ra- you can't even say race play. And like, what am I talking? Is the race play scene, you know? Period. I have, so I've been I've been asking I've been asked a lot to do some race play stuff, but I'm like, I don't even know where the hell I'm gonna post it. <laughs> it's excitebunny.com. You can post wherever you want, and they're not gonna bother you. Okay. See, I'm gonna have see, to check see, it out. See, 
See, people? Quick advertisement right in the middle. Don't y'all like that? Thank you. Now, <laughs> but yeah, because because to me, it's like my biggest worry is that they're going to start fucking with BDSM. To where they're not so even going to let us they're not going to let us do bondage. No, you can't tie someone up that is considered like rape or sexual assault. Motherfucker, that's the point of the scene. <laughs> Have you ever yeah. been... You don't understand what BDSM works. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> so, I, that that's why I said it's just crazy that when they start normalizing this shit, I knew this was coming. Yep. I knew it was coming from a mile away and stuff. And um, which is funny because the, the one that normalized it is now trying to blacklist every fucking model that promotes a site that's not only fans. And they just got and they and I saw that fan fansly is suing these fuckers. That's funny. You didn't want that the is, sex workers. That's now crazy. You want, yeah, now you, you didn't want the sex workers. You didn't want the sex workers. Then when you saw that the fans were gonna leave the sex workers, oh y'all come back, come on back, come on back. We're good, we good. Now you want to now you want to blacklist every or shadow ban everybody that's sitting here is promoting sites other than yours, but you the one that caused this. I find it I find it crazy. I find oh, it I crazy. think it's absolutely crazy. I mean, they are they are dissecting they are dissecting my shit left and right right now. And so I'm in the process of moving, and uh, yeah. it's been it's been real fun. Let me tell you, it's been real fun. Yeah. Well, well, well. To give you some knowledge, Model Central could they give you a, a standalone site, and it won't bother you because I got a lot of my risque stuff up there, and also Excite Bunny. Um, the rest of these sites, I, I put more of my vanilla kind of pointy shit up there. You know, period. Even though I was able to sneak my race play in, I just made sure they didn't say the N-word or made any mention of race play in it. But yeah. I'm pretty sure once they figure it out, they're going to take it down, so I'm not worried. <laughs> uh, absolutely. They are. So, you know, they don't, they don't have time they don't have time to watch every single video, but once one mm -hmm. thing gets flagged, then they, then they will dissect everything. And they own you like white on rice, for real. Yep. <laughs> they are. Most definitely. But so, they're not gonna stop me. <laughs> oh no, oh no. So how much how many customs do you do? Do you get a lot of custom orders? I I do. Um I would say I probably do about roughly one or two a week. Mm -hmm. You know, something like that. Uh sometimes more, sometimes less. Mm -hmm. It just uh it depends. You know, a lot of a lot of the people that talk about they want to custom and stuff, and then they end up kind of wasting your time. <laughs> oh yeah, but, I, I, um, I have a few like consistent buyers, and then you know when I get to like around certain people, like I just met um, Slave BC and Mister J. I don't know if you're familiar with them. But yeah, yeah, I know, I know about them. I've been watching them, you know, since long before I did porn, and it was it was honestly an honor to meet them and film with them and stay in their home. I mean, it was just amazing. But, um, you know, I I got together with her, so you know, we promoted, hey, we're gonna do some customs, and and you know, we got some buyers, so like that was cool, you know. So it just depends, like when I get around certain people, then we'll set up customs and stuff like that. But I do some solo ones, mostly with the puke stuff. Yeah. Oh, I, I know that's a, I know that's a damn good seller. You know, yeah. Jay, J 
just with a dildo gagging and puking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and honestly, you know, like I, I really don't like I said, I really don't mind it. And I'm and it's like it's escalating a lot too. I mean, it's becoming like I mean, I don't know if you really want me to get graphic with it, but No, go ahead. It's <laughs> I uh I just um I just bought my very first hollow butt plug. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I did a puking thing where I puked everywhere and then I slurped it back up put it into a cup and then poured it in my hollow butt plug and then fucked it out with the dodo. I know that video sold like <laughs> fucking hotcakes. I know that shit sold as soon as you posted it. I just posted it today, so. <laughs> okay. I bet you that this motherfucker gonna sell about five hours by the end of the damn week. Yeah, but see, the problem is, is I can't even be posting that shit anywhere, so I've, mm-hmm. I'm on I'm on this site, um, you know, I don't know if you want me to name it up sites or whatever, but uh, no, I, I ended up uh, I ended up starting a scat book account. Yeah, I know about scat. I thought about fucking with scat, but I, I said I was good where I was at. Uh, and I don't really, I don't really fuck with scat. You know, I'll do like, like you know, I'll I'll pull out my butt plug that I've been wearing all day and pull it out and be like, mm. oh, it's dirty, you know, and show it off mm. on the camera and shit like that. So you know, I could post that stuff on there, but they're really open with the puke and. Mm-hmm. You know, and and what I like about it is they have they have an actual feed. So when you go on their web website, you know you can click and see like what new videos came out today. Yeah. And... See that that's what I was telling ladies before that that everyone could scream at OnlyFans, but OnlyFans you're not if how can I put this OnlyFans limits you because you can't get surfers. Because you can't surf OnlyFans. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I that's love my minivids. My minivids yeah. is is the best thing ever. Yeah, minivids. I got X videos. I got clips for sale. I'm gonna um, have to check out your stuff. Oh, please do, please do, please do. Yes. See what what what, what you what you was was late to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just crazy talking to you, ladies. I'm like, man. Why, damn it, why I had to retire? I'm meeting all these motherfuckers that, got dang it, I would have killed to it work with. Because a lady you're like to, you. You're about to come out of retirement, watch. You can't, <laughs> I can't. Because the, the reason why, and I had to explain to somebody, I said the same way that I had to go all in when I got into porn, I had to be the same way when I retired. That once yeah. I step away, I'm gone. I can't, I can't dip back, yeah. you know? And because to me, I'm a big proponent of energy. It's like part of the reason why I stepped away from the music and did the porn was because the energy of the earth was pushing me towards porn. And that way my money was being made and I was gaining traction with it. Same thing with, with, with podcasting. I always jokingly say it, but I truly believe it in my heart. If I was male talent, I would have never talked to some of you ladies because I would have never been in the conversation, let alone in the same room, you know, period. Nothing against y'all. It's just, one, I don't travel as much. Um, and two, like I said, I'm not the big named porn star that everybody wants to go after or all the men, all the females want to work with. So, but I may not get to fuck you physically, but I damn sure get to fuck with you mentally, so I take it. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I think if I can't make you nut, I can make you mentally nut. See that that just is good out these motherfuckers. So I love that. I love that. Sometimes yeah. it's all about the mental, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and which goes to the BDSM. That is what what that is about. Is mental energy exchange. Um, and Absolutely. all. And I think a lot of people don't understand it when it comes to BDSM. You know, yeah, they just think it's the whips and the handcuffs and the fucking, you know. Yeah, no, the yes, it's, it's, the yes daddy. You know, yeah, because like they, I tell people, I say, I don't have to fuck a slave to be a dom. I don't have to have sex with her at all. If You know what I'm saying? It, it's about her servitude and me receiving that servitude and giving her giving her emotional and and mental pleasure for that servitude. You know what I'm saying? You know, period. Now, it, it, sex involves sometimes, yes, but sex is really supposed to be more of a gift. And it's kind of like if you're playing a video game and you surpass the level, you get extra points or you get an extra power. That's what that's supposed to be. Absolutely. You know, period. You know, but I think a lot of doms, a lot of people that claim to be doms, I'm doing air quotes, um, don't understand that, and a lot Absolutely. of subs don't. It's yeah. it's about it's about that it, the servitude, and also you know it's about the submissive knowing that the dom has the, their best interests in mind at all times, and they make your life better while you make their lives better. Yeah, because um, excuse me, I, damn, I forgot what it was because um, I was watching something that that, that kind of made sense to me. It was like, like, for example, when people talk about, let's say Harley Quinn and the choker, I said, that's an example of BDSM. It's extreme as hell, but it's an example. <laughs> yeah. Because she lived to serve him. And even though it's crazy, he was, it was, it, that was part of the dynamic, the power giver. She, she gave up power. She basically chose him. He didn't choose her. She chose him. And I tell anybody, the sub had the most power because they the one that have to give up the power and, and the dom had to receive it. That's why a dom never chooses the sub because then you become a sub. So how can you be a dom? Yep. You know, so but a lot of people don't understand that. I'm, I'll be talking on deaf ears sometime. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm so, having the hardest time trying to find me one. So, you know, it is what it is. Well, shit. Well, I, I, I can still be a dom now. I might can't do porn, but I can damn sure be a dom. <laughs> I'm just messing. <laughs> so yeah, but it sounds it sounds to me like your rules won't let me do no porn. Say what? <laughs> say I what? said. I said. I feel like one of your rules might might not let me. Oh do hell porn. no! Oh no 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 no! Sharing is caring. That's part of the sharing. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> oh okay. no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! I was I would I would slut out of fucking a sub, whether it's on camera or behind Let's camera. Go. No, that's that's <laughs> the point. Sharing is caring. That is a dom. You supposed to give the love. You supposed to share and and let the world see the beauty of your relationship. And what better than that is on camera? Yeah, and what hey, and what you trained her to be, right? Yeah, basically. I mean, if I'm trying to be a slut, how the fuck do I look if I don't let you be a slut? <laughs> you are so right. You are. So, I, wish I, had a, I wish I had a drink to cheers you right now. Hey, I'm sitting here making you a slut 
And, and and why would I not let other people experience that? That's kind of just that's backwards. I, I like your mentality. I really do. No, shoot. Yeah, I'm the type of dude that wife can bring a dude home. I ain't gonna be mad. God damn. I'm gonna be like, hey, enjoy yourself, brother. I'm sitting there watching eating popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suck that dick good, baby. <laughs> now I'm gonna fuck you after too. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck if he's a 12 inch. I'm like, handle that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy because I think now people are becoming more open with their sexuality, which is a good thing. Um, you know, and even to the point that I know it's more men are being pegged, and you know, a lot of females are now getting into the BDSM and stuff like that. And um, as well as a lot of motherfuckers trying to handle this adult film shit. But the, the, to me, it, it, which you could probably speak to that, because we were talking about the con- you, you mentioned the content creator versus the porn star, or what have you. Which do you consider yourself as first? Um, I would say I would say more of more of the porn star, you know. Um, yeah, because I, I was about to spank the shot your ass if you said content creator. <laughs> I, content creator don't fuck Richard Man like that. Sorry, go ahead. I don't think I've ever. I ever referred to myself as a content creator, but I don't think I, I started off as a porn star, obviously. Um, you know, I was, I was, I was a cam girl. I was, I was a cam girl that turned into doing porn, you know? And yeah, I do, I do make, make my own videos with other, but everyone that I'm making these videos with, they're not people that call themselves content creators. They're people that call themselves porn stars. Uh, boo, so. boo, you like I said again, you're fucking top ten talent. Let's make that clear. Some of these dudes in my top ten, straight up. So I was in there like, damn, she done did this dude. That dude. <laughs> shit. You have a very extensive, like I said, you have an extensive hit list. <laughs> I have, I have some on my hit list that are off camera. That you know, we just, we just not gonna talk about. But mm. these motherfuckers are known as hell, and I'm like, goddamn. so so when you walked into the game right did you because i don't know your age or what have you did you think that you were too old um i'm 31 about to be 32 i don't think i don't think that i'm too old i will say that um i do find myself you're actually young for getting in the game but but go ahead yeah, because you know I've, I'm in that in between right now because you either got you got the 18 to 22, and then you got you know you got the 35 plus honestly, and mm-hmm. I, I'm in the in between, and so it's like even though I am a mom, I can't really play that milf part because on camera, I don't mm-hmm. look I don't look old, you know I don't look I don't really look that part, and but I also you know I don't look like the young little 18 year old so mm-hmm. I do find it a little bit tough but that's why I really dabble in the BDSM one because that's that's mm-hmm. me but also that's where I can fit in you know but to me I think you're on brand because the reason why I say that <clears throat> because a lot of the women that get in the business now is in their 40s and two you have a look that can go in between you you have a look that you can give me the MILF slash Cougar and you can give me the younger look you feel what Absolutely, I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. With, with with makeup and the right outfit, I definitely can, you know. 
Um, I think, you know, and with the curves and everything, and I love myself, you know, don't get me wrong. And, and I, yeah, but I'm I, realistic. I, curves too. Go ahead. I, I, I'm realistic. <laughs> I, I know, you know, like, I'm not going to let it like take me down if, you know, mm-hmm. a certain site doesn't want to film me or whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. just starting. So I can't even really be upset about anything anyways, you know, but hey, like, let's be. Let, let's toot your horn for a minute. If you don't want to, I'll do it. You've having one of the best fucking rookie years I have seen in 15 years. That is amazing to hear, and I really appreciate that. Seriously, seriously. Because it was like, when, when I found your page, and I looked, and I looked, I said, she putting in work. I'm like, and, and two, also, you're sticking with a high brand. And what I mean by that is you're not giving me low quality shit. You're giving me high quality shit every time. Every picture, every every video is high quality. I see you making the point to keep your brand at a certain level. How important is that for you? It it is very important, you know. I I I do I do believe in putting out the realest and the rawest shit, but at the same time, I still want it to be that quality that is up there with i mean for lack of better words some of the fake shit you know um but yeah i mean because you know people people want to see the quality and and we have we have the technology to do it i mean goddamn, we got a fucking iphone with 4k on it you know mm-hmm. like there's no reason that things should be there's no reason things should be shaky or blurry or whatever and mm-hmm. but also the main thing is just being real like i have not once faked anything on camera i mean yeah i pretended to you know be uh i was like this what was it uh it was the for the dick drainers right and i pretended to be mm. this worker that was here to drain the cock like yeah like i pretended that yeah i saw that you had the knee pads and everything i said god damn yeah, she ready for the work <laughs> it was so fun that was so fun but i didn't i didn't fake anything as far as you know mm. orgasms and and moaning and fucking you know what i'm doing and and the eye contact and all this shit it's not fake it's real you know i will i will find something about that situation and be 100% myself you know and that's that's the biggest thing for me and i feel shit, like that shows on camera you know oh my god i would have had you doing so many role plays from me you being my secretary to to shoot my next door name. Yeah, <laughs> just, just see the role play now. stuff is the role play stuff now. is fun. The role play stuff is really fun. Yeah, because also, because also, I see that your 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 videos tell a story, and storytelling is missing in this business as well. You know, even a straight fuck scene can tell me a story. Absolutely. You know, and so I see you put a lot of thought into your stuff as well. Yeah, I think uh, like titling and things like that is a big deal, and and it's it's fun too, you know. It, it really is. Yeah. But it, that's what you know. That's what makes people click it in the first place. I mean, that and the and the teaser, of course. But you know, the words are the first thing that that comes up. You know. Mhm. Oh yeah, because a good title will make you. It's clickbait. It'll make you go look at it. You can say, you know, what I'm saying. I spit up on his dick and he fucked me in the ass. They'll go look at it. Yep. <laughs> you know, but but I just I just posted one that said how to pay uh, how to pay your landlord and that shit's selling like a motherfucker. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> that, I think the, the the one that like one of my best sellers was uh what what was it? What I called it off the wagon Ro- Rose's addiction and where she's a sex addict. 
or what have you. And I walk in, I'm supposed to be her sponsor. And she tell me she just had a game bang. I'm like, oh no. She's like, oh, but I'm still horny. I want to fuck you. <laughs> and pull me off the wagon. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's true. Yeah. It, it, and then one of my favorite scenes I did was I did a nurse scene, but I did a twist with it. Because everybody do the nurse scene. But this is different. She's actually was an escort dressed as a nurse. And she's supposed to be going to do a role play session. I'm literally sick. She gets the wrong room. Just so happened. I'm sick. I'm thinking I'm supposed to have a nurse coming. You feel me? So she yeah. comes, helps me get well, fucks the shit out of me and everything. Then she gets a phone call and finds out she's in the wrong room. <laughs> At the same time, I get a phone call and find out she's the wrong nurse. <laughs> oh, my God. That was one of my favorite scene, scene in this. <laughs> I love that. I love that for you. And then uh, one I did with my wife, which was called Dreaming, where uh, she was pretending to be an old high school friend I went to go visit. And we fucked and everything. It was a great scene. But then it blacks out and does a close-up on my face and then peers back out, right? I dreamt the whole shit. So I'm about to tell her that I like her, like in the original scene, but she get a call from her boyfriend. <laughs> oh, nice. See, yes. I like the scenes that got a little I like that. In. Like, that's catchy. That's, like, creative. Everything. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, so it's like, to me, I like to make scenes that has a that is creative, and it has a nice little twist at the end that gives a surprise to the, if the, to the viewer if they make it to the end. They're like, yeah. oh damn, I didn't think of that. You well, know, that's like the the video you were you were saying where I was outside, like in that by the cow pasture and shit. Like, yeah, we were we were up on the what, what's called the secret sidewalk, um, mm -hmm. in the Bay Area, and we literally did like we literally did have some people hiking up, and, and we had to stop, like you know, in the middle yeah, of the scene. Pants up. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, and, and they were. They were off in a distance, but I'm sure you could see like a tripod and like people right there and shit, you know. Mm -hmm. And he was all worried. I was like, "Let's keep going." <laughs> <laughs> the only that I'm in that position, but it was a railroad track, and I'm literally mounted this girl. I'm mounting going to town. There's some go. Durr! We look back. It's the train. Now I wanted to keep going, but I said, "Wait a second. This is Durham PD. They'll call them motherfuckers in a heartbeat." Boy, we, we didn't even put our clothes on. We just grabbed everything, jumped in the car, and bounced and finished at the hotel. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> See, that's why I tell people, when we fuck outside, it's simulated, people. We make sure that we find a spot where ain't nobody going to walk across it. We just, just don't do it because we don't want to go to jail. Yeah, I mean, we, exactly. But it's, it's, it's some real shit, you know? Yeah. But it's... You know, we try our hardest to uh, make it safe. <laughs> yeah. For us, God name, because I'm sorry, you don't want to have to explain to the cop. But yeah, we were filming the porn scene. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I'm sure that would just be even worse than just a yep. public indecency or whatever you want to Oh my God, it. he really going to really got them give you a ticket if not take you downtown. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, then go got, by then the same thing. suing you and shit, <laughs> like... <laughs> and then go by the scene later when you go to court. Like, hey, but hey, but don't worry, don't worry because they got some lawyers on that site, right? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, once again, excite bunny, get yourself a profile. <laughs> 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 yeah, what I'm talking about.
So, Mom, we've been going for an hour. Uh, I, I, will you come back to the show and be a smoke buddy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Most definitely. So, people, you heard it. She'll be back on the lounge. And we're also going to bring her to the premium smoke room where we get a little bit more raunchier, a little bit more nastier, a little bit more uncensored, and way more candy. And you can listen to these episodes. We're talking about four premium podcasts plus other podcasts premium episodes, which will probably have her on it a couple of times, all for $4.99 a month, and all these going to be released weekly. So we're talking about 20 to 30 extra episodes on top of what I give you for free for $4.99. Go ahead, subscribe, and catch that premium smoke. Tell everybody where they can spend money on you, you sexy thing, you. I got all my sites on buttplugbetty.com. Simple as that. <laughs> You know, you're the, the fastest <laughs> one that has ever been done. Some of me name it off like five to six sites. She said one site. Buttplugbed.com. Go there, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to bringing you back. You I mean, it's like got that. everything. It's got my Twitter. It's got my Instagram. And then it's got my OnlyFans. Many of it. All the shit is all right there. No doubt. And y'all go spend some fucking money on this lady and enjoy her anal sex. How much you want to be go down in history as anal queen? I just got to ask. Oh, man. It's, it's a toss-up between the throat and the and the ass. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It really is. I mean, I surprise some motherfuckers with my throat, you know? I really do. Really... You look like you want to really enjoy sucking a dick. <laughs> I do. I really do. <laughs> so with that but, being know, said, think, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think you know the main thing is is like I just want to be that that ultimate three hole slut. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've been dabbling in the feet stuff too, so it's like mm-hmm. shit. Every every hole, every limb is up for grabs. Well, you know that. Well, well, I always say it, girls that do it all have the most chance of making the most money. See, there you go. Now, with that being said, people. You know how we always end this podcast? Every day, all day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming, Miss Butt, Butt Plug Betty. And can't you wait for to bring me. you back. <laughs> and you take care. Thank you. Hey, how you doing? Let me tell you about a great deal. Why don't you come on over to the premium smoke room? There ain't no smoke like premium smoke. I'm talking about four premium podcasts. I'm talking about Miss Spit Queen and the Porn Rap Star. I'm talking about Pilgrim on Wrestling. I'm talking about Causing Havoc with Princess Havoc, as well as the Read Daily Report. Oh, I'm sorry. Five, STO Dark. Plus, also extra premium episodes for some of the hottest ladies and gents in the business of porn. And all this for $4.99 a month. I'm talking about five to six extra episodes a week on top of the free shit that you get. So do the math. Great deal. Only on Spotify, only on Anchor. Come check me out. Come catch this premium smoke.